The Phylogeny Explorer project is an attempt to render the entire taxonomic tree of life as a navigable online encyclopedia. It's an educational endeavour because the systematic classification of life is the single strongest evidence there is for evolution, a subject very few people know about. So being in the school system, seeing science and evolution being taught at a very basic level, I promised a more detailed and integrate series of short videos explaining monophyletic phylogenetic taxonomy by spotlighting a few particular clades. This first episode of that series is an exception to that because it's also an industrial premiere to the whole idea. Darwin admitted that there had never been any transitional species discovered in the fossil record by his time, but he knew there would be. And the first one, the postchild of all of them, was discovered just a couple of years later. So Darwin knew that his theory had already been vindicated when he was still alive, and scientists have since discovered hundreds more traditional species even according to the strictest definition of that word. But if no one of these have ever been discovered before Darwin publishes landmark theory, then how could he have ever predicted that there ever would be discovered? The first attempt to classify all the living things was System Nitore, published in 1735 by Carlos Linnae, a Swedish physician, botanist and zoologist with a better understanding of comparative autonomy of all life forms than anyone else up to that point. But when he tried to classify what he thought to be different kinds of life, he soon discovered that there were no distinct collections of categories. Instead, everything was arranged in a hierarchy of parent and daughter groups implying multiple lineages of common descent. Before Darwin and he had no concept of evolution in his day, they thought species was immutable and unchanging. So when he discovered what looked like a taxonomic family tree, he had no way to explain it in his time, that was a complete mystery. When Darwin realised that species could change over time with this new information, then all these listed taxonomies and hierarchies suddenly made sense. When people could see and trace taxonomic relationships, it makes evolution so much more easy to understand and impossible to argue against. Anyone who wants to try to is welcome to take on the phylogeny challenge. This series is intended to help people comprehend certain signposts while navigating the tree of life, as well as getting a look into deep geological history. According to all the paleontological evidence has ever dug up, the further back in time you look, the simpler living things appear to be, until you get to only singular cells. There's never been any traced fossils for microscopic organisms heading back more than 700 million years but we do have bacterial microfossils covering another 2.8 billion years prior to this. The first multicellular anythings we have ever found a trace of, so that the most advanced forms of life were only microscopic and microbial for the first 80% of the history of this life on this planet. It seems that most of the history on Earth was dedicated to developing a perfect cell biology and it is important to remember that some of these extremely complicated processes vary or do not even exist in some of the other major lineages. Doubtless, the earliest life forms had ever even established these intricate patterns when we consider the possibility of alien life, we can trace that as life as we know it. We typically define living things according to seven criteria, such as the following, that all life we know of is based on cells that break down nutrients, grow and reproduce, evolve and adapt, 
responding to stimuli and most importantly living things maintain homeostasis a balance of internal chemical environment because when that fails your organism dies and there are a number of different things that match only some of that criteria viruses for example viruses have RNA but some even have DNA they're very lifelike but viruses are not considered to be a life form even though they can be killed because they don't have to maintain internal conditions the way other things do. That's why antibiotics do not work on viruses. So how did life arise from inorganic matter? Well, it didn't. Viruses and all possible previous stages to life are based on complex carbon chains that were already what scientists would identify as organic chemicals. So when we look at the earliest possible base of the tree of life, some taxonomists list viruses as a parallel or sister group or possibly a derivative of protobionts, one of the few hypothetical precursors of living organisms to arise, and climatic conditions entirely different than what we have on Earth today. This first and most basic division between different domains of life is also not as simple as it represents. Here, eukaryotes are understood to be derivatives of the genetic archaea, but have also captured and incorporated simple bacteria cells used as organelles in a process called embiosymbiosis. One could argue that all life is derived from bacteria, but we did not evolve from bacteria because that would imply an ancestral descent relationship that doesn't always work at this level. Because microbes can share and transfer genetic material upon contact rather than evolutionary process with descent and inherit in genetic modification, while mod microbes do evolve, horizontal gene transfer muddies the waters and confuses the lineages quite a bit, making it harder to determine taxonomic relationships. Clearly, this is not much of an issue with eukaryotes, whose cells are far more complex than most familiar ones being multicellular, and thus being better able to resist the overall effects of gene transfers so that the, the analogy of a tree of life only works consistently with multicellular eukaryotes. Some say the tree of life is more like a bush or a tumbleweed, or perhaps most appropriately a boonin tree, because there is no singular trunk. Instead, because it's a confusing network of horizontal gene transfers and endosymbiosis and enagulous tree of life appears to rise out of a matrix of interconnected web genes of simpler organisms than just simply evolving from a universal common ancestry.